You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Ally. They may not be able to help you hit your mile splits, but Ally can help you plan for the future. Explore all the ways you can map out your financial goals with Ally at ally.com. Ally, a proud sponsor of the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and athletes everywhere. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. Most run clubs have a standing date, location, and start time, and most have marked or posted routes and other things you'd come to expect from a run club type event. The simple stupid run club is anything but what you'd expect. I guess I'm going to take off here. Just if it's simply stupid, you can just run anywhere you want. Maybe I'll see you guys later. I'm doing it right now. (laughs) This run club actually comes to other run clubs. And like any good guest, they don't come empty handed. Thomas Mayhew is the ringleader of simple, stupid run club. He's our guest today on the running around Charlotte podcast. Welcome Thomas. How are you doing today? Thank you guys. Yeah, I'm doing great. It is, it is uh, looking to be, sunny all week which means good attendance at the run clubs <laughs> of course it generally cool does weather. it generally does hopefully by the time this drops the story is still the same cool <laughs> and sunny right <laughs> true true so uh before we get into the what is simply stupid run club i just background on thomas how'd you get to charlotte how'd you get into running where'd you grow up sports stuff like that give us the, yeah. the background story yeah, so I'm from Northern Virginia, um, played soccer my whole life, went to George Mason University, um, that's where I met my now wife, um, she's an athlete as well, and uh, we, at the end of 2018, kind of decided we wanted to change the scenery, wanted to move a little more south, ideally for it to be a little bit warmer, some better weather, and her her parents as well as one of her sisters had already lived had been living in charlotte one of them at lake wiley so we'd visited a few times and it was kind of like kind of like a no-brainer to to start somewhere where we knew people so we uh at the in december of 2018 moved down here um and now we actually just recently in last september bought a house so we've we've decided to kind of stay and we're we're loving it so um as far as as far as kind of getting into running and what my running is or how it came about, so in Virginia, I was a I am a strength and conditioning coach by trade, and I had started out you know training athletes and working with soccer teams while I was also trying to go pro, and that all kind of intertwined. Um, but I worked at a private facility training athletes, and in the mornings I had nothing to do because athletes are in school and, and you know they're not working out in the mornings. So I started working at, I started training at an Orange Theory, an Orange Theory Fitness, which if you're not familiar is a a group fitness, um, a group fitness gym. They have classes pretty much from 5 a.m. through the, throughout the day. So I had those morning classes and, and I loved it. Um, it it exposed me to the general population and the people there thoroughly enjoyed me. I, I ended up winning trainer of the year, um, the year we ended up moving and, in moving, I, I, I kind of I had a, it was bittersweet in, in the sense that I was I was burnt out from doing a ton of coaching all day long, Orange Theory, and then you know at the private facility, and I was I thought you know ha, 
I'm leaving all of these people that I, that clearly I bring value to. How can I, how can I bring them value from afar? And I realized that a lot of the people at Orange Theory that I've been coaching for the two and a half, three years I'd been there, a lot of them, I saw them working their butt off almost five days a week, but a lot of them didn't really look any different. So I was like, what is that missing piece? And I realized that that was nutrition. So I decided to start learning how to coach nutrition um, and kind of created my own remote nutrition coaching business. Um, was able to build that over the past couple of years and, and now wanted to expand more locally instead of, instead of, uh, kind of geo geographically further away. Um, and that's what led me to start going out to run clubs. Like, I just want to be out in the community. I want to meet some people. And I started by, you know, volunteering at five K's. And then I, I, I met a chiropractor who was like, you should look at run clubs. And I was like, duh, that'd be a great place to meet people and, and not even <laughs> say, Hey, I'm a nutrition coach. That's why I'm here, but just to meet people. So that was last, the end of last summer. And I immediately just fell in love with, with not running so much. I mean, I played soccer, so I knew I was, I knew I was fit and I could run, but I never thought I would be someone that enjoyed running as a hobby and not chasing a ball or it being a, a game. And I very quickly was just like this, these people are all so welcoming. You don't, they don't make you feel like, um, uh, like you're too slow if you're not as fast as them. And, and it, it doesn't have this, this vibe that you would kind of expect when you hear the words run club. And, uh, I spent as much time as I could each week kind of going around to different ones. And I was like, how can I bring all these together? So I created a, a bingo card and, my nutrition coaching company hosted the bingo card, um, but it, it was still just to bring together as many run clubs as I could and to get people to try other run clubs. So the, the premise was there was 24 clubs on the card. I had printed out the cards and printed out stickers for each club. So as people went and visited a club, they got a sticker. They got to put it on their, their card, kind of like Monopoly at McDonald's. Um, and that led me to getting a bunch of feedback. So I ended up having a party and, and did a raffle for all the people that got bingo. They got, they got raffle tickets and won some cool prizes. Um, but that, the feedback from that inspired me to start my own run club. And instead of picking one night where I would never be able to go to any other clubs on that night, I was like, let me keep the, the bingo mindset where I will just go visit already existing clubs and continue to kind of spread Spread there the community. you go. Innovation, baby. So, yeah. So that was born. And then I always say when, I, when I'm at a club, I'm like, Joe, so I'm here because I love the community and everything. I am a nutrition coach. So to stay on brand, I bring rotisserie chicken and raffle it. But, like, that's really the extent of my, like, nutrition preaching that I do. But um, the, the, the chicken has caught on, like, like, like fire. It's been awesome. Oh, the chicken is an absolute hoot, man. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> so, it's like, so, so explain, explain the process. You're going out to run club X and then what happens? Uh, so, so I was doing, uh, basically the last week of a month, I would look at my next month and decide I'm going to go here on here this week, here next week, here the week after, but now it's gotten that I kind of didn't have time and now it's kind of on a weekly basis. I just look ahead at my week and say, okay, I'm going to announce through my, through my email list where we're going to be at. 
And basically, I'll just pick a club usually that I haven't gone to, or if there's a club that's doing some sort of bigger event, or they, you know, they're trying to promote themselves a little bit, or they have vendors coming, I, I may try to get get out to that one. Sure. Um, but ultimately, I, I announce it on my email list. I announce it on my Instagram, and you know, I say, it's "Free chicken." There's three three winners every week. Show up, and if you show up, you get a raffle ticket. You can you can win a rotisserie chicken. Um, and then I've, I've got a good little bit of, uh, of people that kind of follow my club around. So they'll, you know, they'll come and, and join me at a, at another club, but, but it's just been cool to, to continue to, um, find new clubs. Like last, last week I went to Moro run club, which is Monroe road over at edge city brewery. Yeah, absolutely. I had no idea. They like, they, they weren't on my first bingo card. I didn't even know they were a thing and they've been around for three years. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been insane to think that I thought I had found all the run clubs and I'm still discovering more. Uh, but yeah, that's the process essentially. I, I just decide based on my schedule which one I can get to, and then I I announce it and and show up. That's I like that. We're gonna have to do rotisserie chickens at the six pack series. Tim's like, like you I, had me a chicken. I'm, I'm thinking about this rotisserie chicken. I, you know, I, I do like rotisserie chicken. I mean, it, it, we have a chance to pick one up and. There you, you know, go. It's like it's a done meal for you, and it's you good. Go. Tastes good. So related, are you? Are, is there any sort of sponsorship? Are yeah. you? Are is is the chicken chicken being covered, or are you like out of pocket on the chicken? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No. As of right now, um, I I expense it with my my nutrition coaching. Oh yeah. There you um, go. So you're out, you're still out I, of pocket on the chicken. So it sounds like you need a chicken yes, sponsor. Technically, technically, yeah. I don't have a I don't have a chicken sponsor yet, but I'm. So Costco is where I go to get my chicken because I told not myself, a sponsor. Don't I name said, drop. They're not, you're not. They're not a sponsor, man. Come on, man. Jeez, come on. You're in, you're in the you're in the marketing true, and sales trade, true. bro. Come on, man. It's like, <laughs> but reception yeah, reception to yet. the concept has been has been overwhelmingly positive, presumably, right? From from what I have heard, it what is, I have seen, what I've experienced. So, yeah. Good for you, man. How's it, how yeah. has that translated or has it translated into business? Before we ask you more questions about running, I want to put, the, put a button on this um, business part. It, it has been good. It, it's, it's been interesting for me to see kind of, and not in a bad way, but kind of how long it takes someone that I've been running with and chit-chatting with week to week to finally feel comfortable to like ask me nutrition stuff. So it, it wasn't like, and, and I don't think, I wasn't naive enough to think that like the first run club I went to and announced that I was a nutrition coach, everyone was just going to be like, here's all my nutrition questions. Right. So, but it has been nice to more recently people are opening up. They know how to get to my calendar. They know how to kind of book a free consultation if they want to talk about it, or they, they know that I wasn't just there one time to promote my brand. I've been a part of the community. So now those conversations organically come up yeah. in our conversations or, you know, in our, in our run club meetings. And I, 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 that's how I want it to be. I want it to be casual. I want it to be, you know, real. And I want them to tell me because it doesn't, not everyone's going to need a coach, but they may need someone who is a coach to answer their real life questions and be able to help them apply certain things versus what they see on it on social media all day long. And then they're like, well, I don't even, I learned a hundred things on social media, and I still don't know where to start when I walk in a grocery store. Like that's what <laughs> rotisserie versus fried. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. Ah, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Well, so you you've got a newsletter too, correct? 
Yes. So I do every week. I do like a run club roundup, um, which touches on where I'm going to be next the following week. I usually do a little, if there's any sort of announcements or like congrats or anything. And then I do a little nutrition tip tidbit and then monthly, um, I'll send like a more, a longer form nutritionally focused newsletter. And how do people sign up for that? If they're interested, uh, the, the easiest way is to go through my Instagram bio. That's probably a simple, stupid nutrition, um, Instagram bio or, um, simple, stupid nutrition.com. When you, when you first visit the page, a, a little kind of email pop-up will pop up. That'll say, you know, like stay up to date or stuff that other, tra- other coaches charge for, for free, sign up for the newsletter and you can put your email in that way. Do you, so just kind of a dumb question. I, I've never, I don't know, I guess I've never thought of nutrition as being simple or stupidly simple. I've always thought it's like, man, I gotta, I gotta read labels and figure out how much sugar and how many carbs versus how much fat versus how much protein versus how many, and, and then measure calories, which means I gotta weigh it and know how much it is and like, it just seems so complicated. What are you, what are you doing to make it simple and somebody stupid like me that can figure it out and not have to weigh everything they eat and count the number of pieces they're eating mm-hmm. and all that other stuff? Right. Yeah, that's a, that is a great question. Um, to, to start, I'll, I'll kind of explain how simple, stupid the name came about. I had a client who absolutely crushed it. She was very disciplined in herself, but she, she crushed it, lost uh, like 60 pounds. And she was also into, in marketing, like as her career. So I decided to have her help me with some marketing. And, and in, it, within that, as I was you know, going through stuff that I should post or stuff that I should write about, she's like, Thomas, you got to remember that like, not everyone is, at, is at, the, at the level of understanding of nutrition as you are. And granted, you're explaining it in a, in a good way, but it still is, is an overwhelming amount of information or it can come across that way. So you need to remember to like, keep it simple, stupid for them. And, and maybe a, a paragraph that you feel is thorough, you could have just taken the first sentence and that would have been enough to get someone started from an advice perspective or a tip perspective. So she just would always keep saying like, just remember, keep it simple, stupid. Like you're about to post about this, make it, make sure it's simple, stupid, keep it simple, stupid. And so she kept saying it. And, um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to get you a shirt that says simple, stupid, just because you say it so much. And then I paused and I said, I'm just going to change the whole company name to, to simple, stupid. And we both kind of paused and looked at each other and we were like, Genius, I kind of like that. <laughs> there you go. So, so, Genius. so that, that's how it came about. Um, but to answer your question a little more, uh, a little more specifically, the, it, it is overwhelming. And, and that's, that's exactly where I see a lot of the issues is, and, and where I see stuff trending, you know, especially with like AI coming out and, and just all of these ways for us to accumulate information. Um, like you can go, you can go anywhere and, and figure out kind of how to lose weight, but you're going to get inundated with a ton of different ideas, a ton of different methods, a ton of different theories and, and it's truly, it's too much, and there, there's really no, no help in applying any of it. So 
my what my coaching truly is 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 me a real human being helping you apply what whatever makes the most sense for your lifestyle so like you like you were talking about kind of how you have to weigh stuff and track stuff like I'm only doing that with someone at the beginning. If if they've done it before in the past, and they tell me they're ready, a lot of a lot of times, the way I start with people is number one, we do have to get some awareness. But I don't need you to change anything about your your current day to day what you're eating. I want to truly know where you're at, and I'm not going to judge you for it because a lot of people are not that far off from weight loss, and it, it just takes a little bit of acknowledgement and a little bit of intention to to yeah. move that needle, and. Um, so I'll, sometimes I, a lot of people I have start off by just taking a picture of a meal and sending it to me. And I'm like, look, I don't care what it is. I just want you to have a moment of conscious thought before you eat something. And then, and then we're going to build on it. So the simple, stupid part of it is, is I make it as simple, not easy, but as simple as possible from a, from a step perspective or a habit perspective. And then we progress it that way. So I, I truly meet someone where they're at, talk about what their day to day is, because for someone, you know, not everybody, it makes sense for me to overhaul their entire yeah. diet, nor, nor would it work out. Like, I want to know what's the minimum effective dose we can apply and move the needle and then discover where to go from there so that it never really feels like you had this drastic change, but you changed your lifestyle, you know, over the long term. Yeah. So if I shot you a picture of, say, like, yesterday's lunch which was uh, a chicken cutlet sandwiched between two frosted pop tarts and some candy corn on the side you'd be kind of you wouldn't judge on that <laughs> okay that's, and, and that's not completely true it was okay so how would you handle me you wouldn't judge me on that right <laughs> absolutely not so i uh, uh, i ahead of that picture we would have talked i would have probably understood that you know maybe lunch is usually where you go off the rails and i would say cool then let's start there for a lot of people for a lot of people it's dinner but if it's if it's lunch then we start there and i'll say look i don't want you to change what you're eating just send me a picture of it and again i'm not going to comment on what it is i just want you to start having a conscious thought and and what i see a lot most times is that subconscious knowing that one, they have to think about it. Two, they got to take a picture of it. Three, they got to send it to me. And regardless of how comfortable I make you feel or not, you're going to subconsciously start to make some change yeah. or maybe eat a little bit less or, you know. So that stuff kind of starts to happen without me ever talking about a calorie or what you're eating. Yeah. So initially, I truly will just use it as a, as a good log of like, okay, this is what we're doing. Also, from a caloric standpoint, is it is it a problem? Is it what's putting you putting you over the edge? Because maybe it's not. Maybe we need to look elsewhere, you know. And yeah. but but a lot of times, what I see is is most people aren't eating necessarily bad stuff. It's it's the in between. It's the the portions, and it's it's just things that accumulate over time. Um, but I, I try to make it as simple as possible to reverse engineer and kind of figure out where it makes the most sense to start, so that it's not overwhelming and it actually it actually can move the needle. Yeah. So, so that I think, sounds like a good lunch. Yeah, man. So I think, um, I, I think <laughs> what my plan for today would be to just like, maybe use regular pop tarts instead of frosted. That's probably baby steps, right? And cut out the candy step. corn. <laughs> yeah. Substitute yeah. some. I mean, grapes. you're on the right track with a chicken cutlet. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, Thomas, my friend, that? Oh, my it is, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I, I love the innovation and creativity, and I, I, I really think that uh, I applaud you for that. I mean, it's it, it a lot of it's just marketing 101, right? But it, it's coming up with some different ideas and a different spin on it than trying to carbon copy what other people have done sure. and, and duplicate it and do it yourself. So I, I love I love. I love the creativity and, and just the thought process. So congratulations on what you're doing and where you're headed. And uh, I wish you the best. Um, we'll be giving out three uh, rotisserie chickens at our next six-pack race. Uh, <laughs> I hope, I hope uh, you know, imitation is the fondest form of flattery. And, you know, yeah. we're not judged for copycatting. Pop-tart. I don't know. With, we'll have, with, give, I, we will give away Pop-Tarts. We're going to give away three, three pizzas from Bricks. <laughs> That was so there you go. No, I'm, I'm happy to show up anytime, and I'm happy to show up anytime and give away some free shaking. Right. Sounds good, it's brother. Becoming, it's becoming my thing. All right, exactly. <laughs> thank you so much for for uh, right, hey, being on the Running Around Charlotte podcast. We appreciate it very much. Yeah, hey, thank you so much. I appreciate being on, and uh, don't be a stranger. Right, right on, man. You got it. Thank you. Thanks, brother. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and our partners at Pinnacle Financial and U.S. Bank. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.